This, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Stories Radio. This is session 180. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. 180. Yeah, buddy. Wow. What house. an amazing, amazing, amazing couple of days it's been. Uh-huh. I'm still on clouds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we're you walking on cloud nine here. Wow. What an amazing time we had with Barbara Beck and everybody over at TV45. She just, you know, she was so warm, so kind, and just amazing to us, and just such an incredible host. Absolutely. I don't know how she does it. I really don't either. I don't either. She was so gracious, and we just thank her so much for the opportunity, and just for partnering with us, you know, to get the word of God Stories Radio out there. I know, just to offer to come... come, uh side by side with us and do whatever needs to be done for the kingdom yeah you can't say no to that yeah absolutely and as if we weren't blessed enough by barbara beck you know we walk out into the hallway and we're met by mr steve steiger who is the president president ceo and ceo of tv 45 and uh the brother just talked with us like we've known him for 20 years yeah yes he did really exciting and Mm -hmm. just amazing he's got a genuine heart yep and uh, I can't wait. I hope that he comes with his wife. And, uh, He's got the invite. Comes and tells his story. I can't wait. Just a special thanks to everybody that was at TV 45 the day that um, of our taping. Uh, we just appreciate every one of you. 
uh, Dorka and um, who did our makeup mm -hmm. and also the uh, young lady who is t helping us take photos right. and the uh, camera and sound guys. They were just amazing. You know, they were just mm -hmm. there All to take care of us. Faces. Yep. And I'm sorry. And the and the camera lady, too. It was catch, a camera lady. Yes. yes. I didn't catch everybody's name. She was so name. kind. She everybody. took a bunch of photos with our personal phones as well. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. So. But what amazes amazing. me, I didn't see any cue cards or anything for Barbara. She just skip on oh she's so natural and she and is she just set us up for success you know with the questions that she asked and mm -hmm. i don't think it could have gone any better i was like a little kid at the first day at disney world <laughs> <laughs> i really was it was, it was just uh amazing what an experience yeah. i haven't had a cloud nine experience like that in no, many years a long time thank you father for giving us that opportunity amen indeed amen to that amen. all right we got some shout outs we do Facebook likes. The first one we have, Yves Van Valet. Yves Van Valet. Van Valet. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you for you, liking Eve. us on Thank Facebook. Thank you so much. Then we have Simeon Evans. Simeon Evans, a friend of mine. Simeon, oh, thank you is? very okay. much. Oh, yes, nice. he is. All right. Old friend. Thank you for liking us. Anna Harding. Anna Harding. Thank that you. That is um, Angel, Angel's mom. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Anna. Thank yeah. you for liking us. The next one is D Sutton. D Sutton. She's going to be our guest next week. Ha ha. That's Thank you, D. awesome. Thank you, D. That's right. She sat in with us. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah, she's a sweet lady. I have a feeling it's going to be a powerful one. Yes. And then the last one for tonight is Laura Stefke. Laura Stefke. Speaking of Laura Stefke. Speaking of Laura Stefke. Go ahead, Fritz. <laughs> Let me see. She was kind enough to write in. Yes, she was. And we got a nice little note from her today. It says, uh, thanks so much for writing us. Oh, that's not her. That was my our response to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. This is Laura. And uh, I've been listening to you often in the morning. I'm from Minnesota. I'm very thankful for your broadcasts. I would love to share with God stories my personal testimony of how God had helped me overcome my tremendous traumatic past and chronic health issues to find his grace and love. I want to share this so that others out there who are hiding and hurting can find hope and meaning through their journey on the pathway to recovery through the Holy Spirit. Well, Laura, we just so appreciate your heart and willingness to help others, and we would love and be honored to have you share your story on God Stories Radio. Absolutely. You bet we would. Yep. Just go ahead and, and drop me an email at that email address that I gave you, and it was GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. All right. Well, we had another one, and this one is from Monica Johnson. Hi, everyone. I absolutely love you all. I highly recommended. This to anyone who needs encouragement. I have been listening to you all for three to four months now, and it's been a life-changing event for me. How I found God Stories Radio was just browsing through my Spotify. There's Spotify. And I was in the mood to hear something good. Then suddenly this podcast appeared. Just hearing about God makes my day a whole lot better 
God is so good. Please continue to air your broadcast because my heart, mind, body, and soul love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Monica. That encourages us. You better believe it does. I tell you, it's comments like that that help keep us going and keep us encouraged. So thank you to all the listeners out there. How did we make it through the first two and a half years with nothing? Uh, Just faith. (laughs) Just knowing God was in control. That's for sure. There was people out there listening. We just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Spotify, countries that listen to us on Spotify, uh, France. France. Thank you. Thank you, France. People in France for listening to us on Spotify. And we have Finland. Finland. Wow. Yes. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? And then we have Switzerland. Switzerland. Wonderful. That is just fantastic. Isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. It is. It's I also exciting. want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. We've got quite a few folks on Mixler tonight, and I guarantee you dialed into a good one. So welcome. If you follow us on Mixler, I can see who you are. But uh, we've got a bunch of folks on tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, appreciate you taking time out of your night when you could be, you know, cooking dinner, chasing kids, <laughs> mowing the lawn. I have a surprise. Uh-oh. Mikey's got a surprise. I don't have a drum roll or anything. No. Uh, nation number 93. Oh, 93. Yes. How did you get nation number 93? And it was on Lipson. wasn't on... Uh, was not on Spotify. Spotify. No. Oh, wow. I hope I say it right. Tajikistan. 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 Wow. wow. That's exciting. I don't know where that is, but welcome. <laughs> well, it sounds like it may be somewhere near India in, and Pakistan. In, in, yeah. in Pakistan, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Wow. So we're up to 93 that we know of. just fantastic. God is awesome. That is amazing. He is absolutely awesome. He did that on purpose. Yes, he did. (laughs) Just like he put us on TV, Faces for Radio. Faces for Radio. That'll learn us. So anyway, I'm going to bounce it over there to you, babe. Okay. Introduce our guests. I'm I'm major excited. I'm pumped up, too. I'm really excited. So um, you guys might remember that we had a couple of guests on a a few sessions back, uh, Tommy and Mo Midlow. uh, And Mo gave um, just kind of a, a rundown of her new book. And um, she's actually the ones, one who uh, helped connect us with our current guests for tonight. So, um, you know, we're really excited to have them. They are an uncle and a niece, um, singing duo, and um, they actually, um, you know, started in New York and um, lived in New York and have moved down to Florida and been here for a number of years and um, recently there was a national event to uh, a nationwide event to connect the community with law enforcement and it was held in uh, downtown Claremont it was called National Night Out and they actually sang the national anthem for that um, How about that it was really exciting yeah Man, what an honor it is Wow and then when I was at work today um, one of my co-workers approached me and said hey I know the person who's going to be on your show tonight. And then another person piped up and she knew um, you as well. So it was really exciting. We were just having a fun time just talking about, you know, how they were all connected to you. So um, without any further ado, I want to welcome Adam Narvaez and his niece, Caitlin Sahad. 
Thank you for welcome, guys. Well, thank so you, thank welcome you. to the thank show. You, awesome you. to be here. <laughs> We're so glad you could make yes. it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank yes. you, Mo yes. and Tommy. Yes, it was thank Tommy. You so much. They are awesome. We love yes, you. they are. Love them, Mo, mm -hmm. Tommy. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like where you guys come from, where you grew up, stuff like that. Can I go first? Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm actually, I was born and raised in New York, born in Brooklyn, New York, and then I, I moved over to Staten Island, New York, and I lived there until uh, 2015. So I've actually only been in Florida for about three years. We had uh, family friends that moved here and we're super close with them and we came to visit them and my family actually just fell in love with <laughs> this area. Um, it's unlike any Florida that we've ever known actually, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, my family moved here. Uh, my now husband moved here as well and decided to live in Orlando until we got married. And now we live here as well and just got our first home. So that's exciting. Oh, that's All awesome. Right. <laughs> yes. But um, we've been here since 2015. So we, we actually, we love it here love it so much that's great <laughs> yeah I've, I've been in Florida a lot longer uh, I moved to Florida when I was about a year old so I was born in New York um, but I think I am a southerner by lifestyle. yes you are <laughs> which definitely makes me uh, my family cracks cracks jokes on me all the time they hear my accent all the time but um, yeah so we've been uh, we're uh, we I've grown up in the in the panhandle in the Florida panhandle and so I've um, been there for um, gosh majority of my life and then just recently moved to central florida about two years ago and uh and we are loving it probably for the same reasons caitlin mm -hmm. and her family um just fell in love with the hills and the scenery and then yeah. you know being so close to disney and um just seemed like a really really good place to, to raise a family so mm -hmm. and so you've had an interesting career too haven't you Adam? yeah so i was i was i've been in law enforcement i was a deputy sheriff for um a few years uh i actually still have my certification with the state but um but yeah yeah really really neat um neat time eye-opening um i did that back when uh, my wife and i were first married and it was actually when my uh, our firstborn um uh, came into the world that i you know reconsidered and uh, you know thought of, thought about getting out mm -hmm. and um and i did and, and haven't regretted it since um i'm thankful for god's protection and um, provision through that time and um definitely awesome something i'll never ever ever forget yeah that's great yeah yeah now obviously both of you are going to have very different testimonies as far as how god worked in your life yeah um but can one of you just kind of get started with you they, know they may be similar um i i grew up in a christian home and and same thing with caitlin um, mm -hmm. I thank God for my mom and my dad and my grandmother. My grandmother's actually in town today. She's in Claremont. She oh, lives in West Palm oh. Beach. So yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully she's listening. But um, uh, yeah, I grew up in church. I actually grew up going to the Brownsville Revival. Mm -hmm. um, my brother, uh, John, actually graduated in the first class of Bible school there and through the uh, School of Ministry. And um, so he fell in love with the church, and then we shortly uh, after that um, started going as well. And um, so I, I grew up in, in the revival there, and um, uh, like I said, thankfully I've, I've been raised in a Christian home pretty much my, my whole life. So um, I would say when I was probably about seven or eight years old is when I made a real conscious decision to, um, to follow Christ and, and not look back. And uh, it's been hands down the best decision I've ever made. So um, yeah. What about you? It's kind of the same, you know, always raised in church. So no, like 
crazy story, you know? Right, yeah. But um, it's just, it's been more of me just growing up in the church and having to develop my own relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. because being raised in a home where everyone already does, you know, you know all the basics, but... That's a journey in itself, you know, just finding your, who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so it's been, luckily I've always been in, in a youth ministry or in some type of ministry that's helped me find my way so i'm really grateful for that mm-hmm. but, yeah. fantastic so right can you guys talk about what god has done in your life um because obviously you know when you're raised by christian parents and you've pretty much grown up around the faith all the time and you haven't lived this wild and crazy life where you know you were like a prodigal son <laughs> you know y- you know there's a lot of people who don't have that type of experience but they have a very different, beautiful experience of how God constantly shows up in their life. Can yeah. you guys talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, you're right. It is, um, you know, I don't think you need to go through some type of tragic experience. I don't think you need to, um, I don't know, just have some crazy life-altering mm-hmm. moment um, to know that God is real and that He's, you know, shown up in your life and, um that he's either spared you for a reason or allowed you to go through something for a reason. So, well, you said a mouthful there, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, um, Let that soak in. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people. It's like, and it's kind of funny to think, man, I've never had anything tragic happen in my life where, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if some people like feel like they don't have a story to tell, but yeah. there's a story just inside of that. that yeah. Right. We hear that quite a bit. Yeah. That's why um, I'm well, glad well, that you said that. Yeah. Absolutely. I was going to kind of actually ask him because my experiences with all the younger people that God brought me into my life these past 12 years that there was a point in their life, especially when they were young, they strayed for a little while. And I was going to ask you, you never strayed? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, uh, I'll be honest with you. When I, it was probably midway into my law enforcement career where, um, I don't know, probably new career, newly married, um, you know, trying to figure some stuff out, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's probably been one of the lowest points in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, where it was just difficult. And again, you know, to know that God was always there and that he never left me. And so that's a kind of unique situation, right? Cause some people, a lot of people go through life and they, they haven't met the Lord yet. So they don't know that God is for them. They don't right. know that God right. is there and he's just a call away and right. that he's so close. I knew it yet. I was still going through what I was going through, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the decisions I made and different things like that. So, um, you know, thankful for that, but that was probably one of the lowest, lowest points of my life i, I can't I understandable I, yeah i don't know what maybe directly contributed to it right um but different things like that but i i, I just i thank god for like i said what, he, what he's brought me through um regardless of uh, you know what i had gone through I'm, I'm so thankful for my wife um who's always been uh a constant for me and um and that's been great and so um she's always been there and um I definitely appreciate her for that. I, I know that God definitely knew what he was doing when he lived <laughs> us up together. You know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was that was it for me. I don't know. What about you? Um, I think my hardest part was high school, which I think happens with yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know, there are certain things that you just know are not okay to do, and everyone else, you know what I mean, like does it. But I think the biggest thing for me was always, like, I never felt completely alone which is something I think happens to teenagers a lot. Like I work a lot with the youth and it's a constant reminder to them, like when they feel completely empty, like they Mm -hmm. have nobody, you know, 
And I think I'm, I'm lucky to have had leaders in my life and family members in my life that were able to remind me of that. Because even during like difficult times where, you know, typical teenager things, you know, I never yeah. felt like mm-hmm. I had nobody, even if there was no one physically in front of me. Right. You know, so I think that's something that I'm so grateful to have known Christ at, at such a young age because I never, I always had that constant reminder. And, um, you know, I married someone who was a leader in the youth when I was leader in the youth, you know. So okay. That was, I'm really blessed to have had that, you know, to be married to my husband who is always there to like, we're each other's, like, I don't know what the it right word is. It should be. Yeah. It and we, be. it's been that way since we dated, you know, and I was, I was young. I started dating him at 18. Okay. So to have someone there that was on the same page as you, who was able to like help you keep going. But I think um, that's one of the things I always feel lucky because especially knowing people my age who didn't know Christ the way I knew Christ. It's like, I can tell that there's something missing, you know? So it was always a reminder, like, Mm -hmm. you know, how grateful I was to have been raised in the church, how grateful I was to have a family that was able to raise me to know Christ as young as I was. You know, I always felt like I had that upper hand in my life. You know what I mean? I always had that advantage of always having someone who was there to talk to. So, Caitlin, did, were you surrounded by maybe some people or friends that you kind of had to help be kind of a beacon for them? Um, I think kind of in a way, like a lot of my friends I grew up in youth with, like my best friends are from my church, you know, one mm-hmm. from my high school. Um, and we're always there for each other in that way. But I think it came into play a lot, like everything that I was raised with and everything that I know when we started taking on youth ministry. Like that that was when I really had to take everything that I've learned, take everything that I've experienced and really help the youth. I teach music right now at a um, school. I teach K to 12. So I, I'm in charge of the, youth, of the youth worship team for the chapel, for the school. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to take the experiences that I've dealt with and really help them. I think God really had me go through certain things the way that I did so that I could be that influence, so I could be that example. I have a little sister who's... That's what he does with all of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really came in in handy. My sister's uh, 16, so I'm able to help her and help her friends and help the youth Mm -hmm. and help so many people at this age that I know exactly why. Like I feel like God's showing me why all these things happened for a time such as this, you know? You bet. God's definitely given you a gifting then with youth. Right. I, I really do believe that. I think mm-hmm. God really gave me a heart for kids and teens. I admonish you. I'll tell you, it does take a special heart <laughs> oh, yeah. for the kids, a yeah. special patience and a special heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to see the good in them. You got to see past mm-hmm. who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm just, I have to laugh just because kinda, I know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> Well, it wasn't really, but now that you brought that up. <laughs> Extra grace required. Amen. Uh-huh. That's right. And appreciated. <laughs> so, you know, we were touching on before just, you know, some of the ways that God has vividly just shown up in your life. Um, you were about to kind of go into some of that. Yeah. So I think it's it's more or less probably what he spared me from in that in that time. Um uh, you know where it was uh, you oh. know kind of shaky for me yeah you know and um and i don't know what that is because obviously i i didn't go uh, further down that path or right. but I, I i just know that it was only god that kept 
me from continuing. You know right. what I mean? If that makes any oh, sense. Absolutely. And um, yeah, just kind of you know, kind of weird. My um, I'll tell you another crazy experience. My my father is um, no longer with us. He passed away several years ago. And um, he always had a, a few stints kind of in and out of the hospital. And, man, every time was serious, you know. And I just always, always, always prayed. I said, God, not now. Like, you know, this is not the right time. I, I don't know. That's probably just me being selfish, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, right? it, and it wasn't until his final hospital visit, which is when he ultimately passed away, that I had such a peace. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, God, this is – if this is uh, – you know, the time, like I never had felt a release ever before, you right. know? And, um, in fact, it was wild. He had actually, he had gone into a, uh, a, a coma and, um, he had remained that way for a while. And again, that's when I was, uh, employed by the sheriff's office. So, you know what, I'm going to go back to work, call me if something changes and, you know, let me know. I mean, that's how much peace I had, mm-hmm. you know, that I was okay. I think with that's it, a good you know? representation of, a what he refers to as the peace that passeth all understanding. People look at you mm-hmm. and they go, wrong with you yeah how are you here how are you functioning how are you dealing yeah yeah absolutely how are you coping yeah and it was just yeah it was just amazing i felt like um you know from my interpretation that uh, not that his journey was done but maybe that his job was complete with me you know that um he had been a great father and that he had you know what i mean showed me how to to do things and life was good you know I, i i got nothing but great experiences you know with my dad and um, and it wasn't until, like I said, that last, you know, stint that I just, you know, I just kind of felt at peace, you know, um, I, I remember that one. I'll never forget just not really the encounter, but the overwhelming feeling of peace. I mean, it was like I was talking to Jesus in the room, you know, like like he hugged me like that's the most tangible mm-hmm moment of peace i've ever probably experienced you know in my life and just in that you know in that quick moment i believe that we can feel jesus in a very tangible way oh you bet Mm -hmm. yeah you know i was actually listening to another session driving home and he talks about in that session i think it's 94 he talks about how he felt jesus put his hand on his shoulder and tell him it's going to be okay you know and i know myself personally i've felt moments like that in my life and it was typically when i was at my lowest um and i just you know i was just crying out to the lord and he was there to comfort and console me in a way that nobody else can yeah you know and i i do believe you know we always think of him as intangible but he is very tangible. Yeah, absolutely. Ironically, I mean, I, I think that's kind of when I feel the closest is when we are doing worship. Mm-hmm. You know, for us specifically, oh. I think in other people, you know, they may feel God in different ways or um, more often so than not, depending on, you know, what they're doing and what they're into. But um, music has always been an avenue for me to mm-hmm. really connect and to feel God's love or to get some type of emotion or feeling that is consistent with the situation that I'm going through, you know? So I can have um, a big amen to that. Yeah. I've played drums all my life. Mm -hmm. And, and and when I'm in worship playing the drums, there's no other experience like it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You just shut your eyes and he takes control. Yep. Yeah. Amazing experience. And that's, I mean, you know, ironically, that's again, you know, really weird too. Caitlin and I say all the time, like, and we don't desire to be on stage in front of lights, in front of cameras. We're all we tell everybody you can drop a curtain right in front of us. We are like yeah. perfectly fine Marcia, with that. Thank you know, you. that's fine. And um, and yeah, that's I mean, that's 
ironically how this whole kind of whole gig got started you know we um both of us have been just so um i don't know entwined and just just have such a love for music Mm -hmm. um that i think when we got around each other it was kind of like unrivaled with maybe a lot of people that we knew and so um you know we connected more than just like uncle and niece and family and you know we're pretty close in age Mm -hmm. um and so we always would you know go off and play some music and do some worship and over all the years you know it's kind of you know we didn't even know each other for very long like like know each other like that yeah Yeah. i think i saw you once yeah because she was so she just lived so far away Mm -hmm. you know and so whenever they would come together you know it's kind of funny um the whole family would say oh where's adam and caitlin they they know we'd be off worshiping like some room of the house (laughs) listened in you could find us yeah Yeah. something you know that's really cool that you guys have that bond though you know yeah absolutely like music just brought you guys together yeah yeah absolutely i know uh i know another thing for me was always Gosh, I want to start crying. Um, <laughs> my dad's love for uh, my sister and and her children, you know. Um, again, I, I felt like he always, uh, they'll never know, you know. Um, they'll never know, I, I think, as much as I know, just because I was, you know, I was there. But, um, man, there were just times where he was far away and he would just just long to be with him you know say hey let's go get in the car and we drive 24 hours to new york track everybody down and you know oh, hey we're wow. here you know That's awesome. and um yeah now that he's gone i i just you know i i just thank god for for him in that way i thank god for my sister in that way too i, I felt like she's really gone the extra mile to um regardless of the distance kind of always keep that closeness and stuff like that so it's been awesome and and that has hands down you know pave the way for Caitlin mm-hmm. and I's relationship yeah. it could have been easy for either one of them to say you know mm-hmm. life happens and not you know not make it a priority so yeah yeah pretty cool family's everything and yeah we've got a got a pretty amazing one so well yeah definitely blessed. what about you know on the job when when you were you know do, doing the the deputy sheriff thing yeah. I mean there must have been situations you were put in yeah there were especially in the you know especially in the beginning everything is cool and everything's new and everything's you know you come home and you tell your wife a bunch of stories and she looks at you like you're crazy and like, <laughs> I'm not letting you go to work tomorrow you know but um you know a few years in you find yourself coming home with less stories and it's just like it just becomes more mundane and it's another burglary, another home invasion, another death, another, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, she even mentioned that to me at one point. She said, Adam, you don't tell me any, you know, she's like, you don't tell me any more stories, you know, or she'd hear me and my cop buddies talking about a, a call we worked. And she's like, I never heard of this craziness, you know? <laughs> and, um, so yeah, just, you know, I just didn't tell you, but definitely there were just, um, yeah, some uh, awesome times where uh, I, I definitely felt the, the Lord's protection. I remember going to a call and it was just like a disorderly conduct, you know? And, we show up to this apartment complex and um, there's a, a couple there and, and they've been drinking and they're just super loud. And it was kind of a weird relationship because the guy, they were together, but the guy had another apartment in the same complex. He just was at her place. So it's kind of <laughs> kind of weird, kind of weird. Same but different. Yeah. And um, so we go out and we're like, hey, you guys have got to keep it down. They were super belligerent. They cussed us out. You know, we ended up leaving. Not a big deal. We we're just hoping they would be quiet, you know. So finally, we got a second call, and um, man, my lieutenant was not a fan of us having to go back to a, an address twice. You know, right. he wanted us to take care of business the first time, and sure. and um, you know, we're not going to continue this process. So I remember um, this was weird. We kind of parked further away. We were walking up, and um, these four units share a common corridor. Mm-hmm. So we walk through the, the the front door, and we're trying to be super quiet and. 
um, we hear we pick up his conversation on the phone with the dispatcher asking where we're at. And um, our radios were turned down. So the dispatcher asks us, says, hey, you know, what's your 20? Where are you at? The guy's calling. And, um, you know, so I we whisper, you know, in a very low voice, uh, you know, we're here. Um, and then I hear her say to him inside the apartment, hey, what you know, what did she say? Where are they at? About two seconds later, the dispatcher lets him know that we're here. He comes out with his massive butcher knife. Oh and he, yeah, goodness. he was, I mean, he was ready to do something crazy. And it was just, it was just weird. Like once we um, opened the front door, like we didn't go any closer. Like it was just weird. Typically we would have just probably gone and knocked. And again, just another, you know, routine call and, and, and honestly being complacent, which, which gets, uh, you know, a lot of law enforcement in trouble. Um, and yeah, so he comes out with this huge knife and we draw our weapons and we're trying to give him commands and people in the complex are freaking out again the the, cor- the corridor is shared by all the other doors yeah. so there's other people that came out to see what was going on they saw us they went right back to <laughs> the door, and they're like hiding on the floor it was crazy i mean we were we were engaged there for probably you know 30 40 seconds which doesn't seem like a long time but when you're pointing a gun at somebody and, mm, and yeah you know it's it seems like an eternity you know that was the first time ever i mean i've been in tons of situations tons of yeah, I don't know, foot chases, tons of calls, just tons of, uh, you know, exciting stuff. But this was one that really stuck out to me where I'm thinking, dang, I'm going to have to shoot this guy, you know? So sure enough, he finally listens to our commands. He drops a knife. His girlfriend was right behind him. She had another one. She oh, had another no. knife. I said, wow. Man, I, we left that call and I said, man, I don't know, nothing but God's goodness. I mean, we for some reason, we handled the first one exactly how we would have the second one, except for we didn't. It was different. We kind of slowed down. We slowed our response. It was a little bit more methodical. I don't know what it was. God, God definitely mm-hmm. was with us. Right. You know, and so that that's one situation I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. And um, What yeah, goes through your head when you have to fit, actually contemplate shooting somebody? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. You know, you I really, cannot, I, I, I tell you what, geez. you know, there's, there's, um, more so than not, there are a lot of good women in law enforcement. And um, and I know I, I've worked beside a, a, a ton of them. And I tell you what, this is that was the last thing that I ever wanted to do. You know, I really wanted to go in our community. We really wanted to make a difference, you yeah. know. Um, again, there's times when it's, it's fun and it's a blast. And, um, you know, we're chasing somebody because of his, you know, terrible decisions. And, and it is what it is. But it still doesn't mean you can't conduct yourself with integrity and character and do the right mm-hmm. thing, you know. And uh, But, yeah, it was pretty wild. I mean, I, I felt sadness. You know, I, I'm like, man, this is about to go down. Like, I'm going to go home to my family. You know, like, right. you know, this I'm going to do what I have to do. Right. And so it was, um, I don't know, you get a bunch of emotion, you know. Um I don't know. You get a bunch of emotion. Yeah, I I would say that one of them, ironically, was probably never fear. And again, I I can just imagine and contribute that that was just God himself. You know, Um, I don't know how some of these people can go in kind of day in, day out and face what they do and and, and not have that. And I don't necessarily think so much it's not having the feeling of fear, but it's overcoming it with the willingness to do good and the willingness to protect your community and the willingness to do the right thing. And you know what I mean? Mm. Um, It kind of overrides it. So it's not that fear is absent. I just think there's so much uh, goodness and wanting to stand up for what's right that it kind of overcomes that and it allows – um, you know, us to go in there and, and kind of do our job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. So, Caitlin, how about for you? Like, what are some areas where you feel like God has really just made himself so present in your life? Um, 
I mean, there's been a lot of things. I think I think one of the things I struggle with the most is more like internally. Like I, I, I recently in my life, I think getting older, I've put so many things on my plate um, that I can't handle it. Like that's been a thing of mine. Like my husband always tells me, you need to learn how to say the word no. No. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I learn and then I forget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's always been with me. Like I've always, God's always protected me from like, serious thing you know like physical things like in the actual like physical realm of actually attacking me like sickness or just financial or just things like that but it's always been stuff where i like to help people you Mm -hmm. know so i it'll it'll be an internal thing where i'm like things are crashing on me right now and and when you said the whole thing about how jesus is like you, you he is tangible i was thinking i'm like i can't tell you how many times i've been in a situation where i had to drop everything and i've I feel like I can actually feel myself being held. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a big thing for me. Like I've, I've, when I'm able to finally just surrender everything, I, it's almost like I can feel him like around me, you know, like holding me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's when everything kind of like melts away. And it's not like a big, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a cop, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But it, that's always been a thing for me. Everything's, I've, I've always been protected physically. It's just that I've I've always had the heart growing, especially growing up in the church where, oh, this this ministry needs help. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, 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 sure. Give, 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 and, give. Yeah. And it just comes to the point where it's like, okay, well, did I eat today? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did, I, did I eat anything? Um, how many hours of sleep have I got this week? You know? Yeah. Um, And that's where he really comes in the most, I think, because it's, it's an anxiety thing for me. Yeah. And it's like sometimes I finally get to the point where I'm like, I can't take it. And I, I can actually feel him. And it's been like family loss before, you know, or some things just aren't going right. Or even like, you know, I'm, I'm 23. So um, the adulting thing just started, you know, mm-hmm. and house hunting and moving and taking on another job. When we and moved marriage. Here. And marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you know. Thank, thank God I have a God-fearing husband who's uh-huh. able to, and he's actually a mental health counselor. So Yay. sometimes he's like, I learned, you know, I have a breathing technique. <laughs> Let's yeah. try it, yeah. you know, but it was more of just learning how to stack everything on top of each other and being able to get through college, you know, stuff like that, adding yeah. everything on. It's always been a thing. And, and I think, um, I think it was 2016 or at the end of 2015, when I had just moved here, I had gotten a job at a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. And I was also doing online college because I needed to do online when I moved to keep credits and to keep going. And um, I don't I don't even think it was something huge. I think it was I went to work and I was supposed to send something through the mail. It was around Christmas time, get a gift to somebody and make sure I did this. And I needed to get something done at work. And I was typing and um, I was a receptionist and I was typing and my hands started giving out on me. I'm like, this is weird. Like I, I couldn't type a name. Like I would just my hands would just stop. And um, I stood up and I almost fell down. Mm. And um, I was like looking and things were getting all dizzy and that's never happened to me before. And I'm like, what's going on? Like my doctor's even like, we'll get an EKG. We'll, we'll see how your rate's doing or let's check your temp, everything, you know? And I had no, I, I was getting so scared. I'm like, when your body shuts down, like I had an aunt that had a stroke, like half of her body shut down, what's going on? I don't have any health issues. And finally they were like, well, we did this, this and this. And they're like, oh, well, she wants, she wants you to go in that back room my boss who was the doctor and I go in there and she's like you're having you're having an anxiety attack and I'm like oh wow "Um." yeah yeah she's like it's an anxiety attack I'm like are you sure I've never had that before she goes what we need to talk what's going on like and it wasn't even like 
I was doing crazy things. It was just, I was stacking too many lifestyle things on. Yeah. And that started happening more. Right, That was the first time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like my husband was helping out with the youth and I was helping out with the worship. And though he's like, she can't come in today. Like I, I he finally was like, you have to say no. Like you mm-hmm. have to stay home. He's like, you're like spinning. Like I could see it in your head. And that meanwhile, as a teenager, I, I could have sworn I did way more. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, more adult, like little young, more teenager things sometimes don't add up to less adult things because yes. they require so much more. Yes. And that was really where it started happening where I had to start letting things go. But I feel like God was leading me as to like, all right, well, what should I stop doing? Like, what what do I need to stop mm-hmm. doing? He and, absolutely was trying to get your attention. Yeah. And, and I, I've learned as a teenager, I didn't think I could hear him. That was my biggest thing because I went to church and I read the Bible and I did these things, but I didn't feel like, you know, someone's always like, oh, and God told me. And I'm like, he doesn't tell me nothing. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and some people would hear him or some people would dream something or someone would come and tell them, God told me to tell you, you know, and that didn't happen for me until I started realizing it just, for me, I think he kind of just makes things happen. Like, like all of a sudden, you know, the school needed a volunteer only on Fridays. And I got out early on Fridays from my job. And it was like, oh, the performing arts teacher can't work Fridays. Can you help with these elective classes? I was like, sure. And I went and I absolutely loved it. And they were like, oh, you know, they can be a bit rowdy. I loved them and they loved me. You know, I I have that. So many of my students, I'm like, I see them somewhere and most teachers kind of avoid them in the (laughs) store. But I'm like, hi, you know, and I I get really excited to see them all ages. And um, then it just so happened like, hey, she's going to move on to this ministry. Do you want to be the music teacher? I'm like, yes. And, you know, I I didn't I don't want to work in a doctor's office. That's not my calling. Right. So it's just how once that happened, once that lifted, and then they had a job for my husband at the time. When we were getting married. He was coming to Claremont. It's like, oh, we need someone to help with uh, teach a psychology class, teach a life skills class. And he came on. It was just God kind of, I'm like, okay, well, you want me to drop this? Mm-hmm. And I, I just learned that my thing is I need to stop doing everything and be really sensitive to what he's saying, to right. what he's telling us to do. Because it does say in the Bible somewhere that uh, you can say no. Yeah. Yes. And, and you should say no, especially when you're taking on too much. Yeah. I think that's more of it. Like, I just, I've always thought so much. I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. Everything happens in my head. Mm-hmm. And I think I, it's easy to say, hey, we can't do this. Okay, we can't do that. But it's when too many thoughts come in. I think that's where God kind of shows himself for me, mm-hmm. where I can't take it anymore. And he kind of just picks me back up. You know, I, I, I can actually feel it physically, like being hugged, being held, being wrapped, you know, in him and worship as well. That's when, what he said, you know, being up there and being able to sing and worship really, really just takes me to a different level, takes me to a different place. Can you speak just for a second to um, the panic attacks and the anxiety attacks? I know there's tons of people out there listening right now that probably suffer from that. Mm -hmm. And I know my daughter has it bad. I mean, she will call me sometimes and say, Dad, and you can hear the breathing. I mean, I've actually had to take her to the hospital for it mm. before it so if you could you know i know obviously the lord was involved but but what did you do to um you know overcome that and to deal with that when it was really bad um well they they luckily they they kind of calmed down recently you know but when that first happened she had really just said she's like what's going on my my doctor she was like talk to me just let it all out. And once I was able to talk about everything I was dealing with, 
that already felt like a weight had been lifted, mm-hmm. you know? And then the whole, like, my husband had taught me this. He's like, you know, breathe, take a deep breath in, hold it for a couple of seconds, let it out, let yourself calm down, and then think about what you need to do to assess the situation. And for me, that's not something that I realized I dealt with until, like I said, not too long ago. But one of my best friends as well, like, she suffered with it. She suffers with anxiety. She suffered with depression. And she's an actually a, a big advocate for it on social media. And, um, I learned, once I started dealing with it, I learned a lot from her, you know, on how to cope. And she uses, a lot of times it's social media as a coping mechanism. A lot of times it's she sharing what you're dealing with, I think, really helps you realize that there are people around you that want to help you. There are people around you that care about you and they want to say, what can I do to help? That was one of the biggest things. When I said what's going on, she's like, what can I do to help you? And knowing that there is someone that was going to help you carry that load really kind of like lessens the anxiety lessens for me you know Mm -hmm. um that was one of the biggest thing having a husband who i think once once he figured out what happened like i think he was able to leave work he's like i'll deliver this for you i'll take it to the post office you know like some and you just forget to ask for help sometimes you know you think all right well i have to do this 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 and this meanwhile there's someone there like i'm free i'll do it with you you know that's one of the biggest things too you know asking for help asking Hey, can you help me out with this? Hey, I need to do this. Do you think you can help me get there or take this here for me? You never know, you know. People that haven't ever experienced anxiety or a panic attack per se, they don't know. They're they clueless. Don't. They don't know what you're going through mm-hmm. and they don't really know how to help. You yeah. know, that's why sometimes you have to physically cry Tell out them. and say, mm-hmm. I, I need some help. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a good point. Very well, good point. I yeah. think there's so many young people today too, Caitlin, that you know the stress level is just unbelievable mm-hmm. you know like you said they're trying to adult mm-hmm. you know they're trying to balance school with a job um it, it's a lot to take yeah. in you know and you know usually you have other things going on too like you know you're a wife and trying to balance a household mm-hmm. and things like that too so it's 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 overwhelming sometimes yeah it, it is. And, and again, that kind of ties back into what I had said before about these things that I'm going through. I think God puts them like in front of me so that I can learn how to deal with them so that I can help someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always at this point, because it's happened so many times, sometimes I'm actually able to level like for a second and just say, who is this going to help me help? in the future wow you know hey man i think that's what our story is all about mm-hmm. well said Absolutely. caitlin well said man i'm ready to hear a tune i yes. am too. I i'm just too. i'm reeling over here you know now we're gonna get a chance to experience how god works through you guys in music amen <laughs> i love that this is awesome I'm, i've been enjoying the talking we don't get too uh i think too many opportunities to just kind of yeah, yes. not do music. <laughs> I know, right? We, share other I things. just feel like we could talk all night, no problem. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> all right, so we've got a song for you guys, and um, we'll get started. Starts to tremble at the light. 
Beautiful. So incredibly beautiful. Boy, did our listeners just get a treat. Oh, man. Just like we did. I tell you, I'm in (laughs) tears right now. I just can't. uh, Wow, man. That was amazing. You guys are amazing for sure. It was amazing, man. That was really fun to just sit back and mix and and listen to. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, man, I had to throw my hands up. I couldn't help it. (laughs) I saw you praising. (laughs) Uh huh. Wow. 
Um, so, so that was your your own. You wrote that? No, 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 no. That's uh, that was a song written by who wrote that? Brian and Katie. Torwald. Okay, Brian and Katie Torwald. Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. They're uh, awesome. Know. We love them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love their music. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does music mean to you guys? Gosh, I don't know. I, I don't know that I've ever asked myself that question. Um. I mean, it's, it's, you know, God is everything, but music yes. is, is something that he's placed in my heart since I was young. Um, my mom sings, so she was in the choir since I was a baby. Um, they, they put me in there to sing for the first time at three, so it's <laughs> always been something. You know, when I work, I need it. When I when I'm, need to concentrate, I need it. I think when I'm cleaning and I'm not in the mood, you know, like I need it. Uh, sometimes I'm like, I tell my husband, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'll be back, you know, and I, I'll yeah. be cleaning or I'll be cooking, <laughs> but there's music blasting and I'm singing along and I'm, mm -hmm. it's, it's gotten me through so much that other than, other than feeling God, that's something that he's always used as a connection between him and I. I've always, I've always felt like music is one of those things that it can transfer you from one place to another. Oh, yeah. It's very spiritual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it can elevate you to a different plane altogether. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. I would imagine music for you is almost like an extension of your body. You know, it's just something you have to do. Yeah, it, it, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't, shows. I, I don't think it was really till we, you know, we'd go into a room and we'd just start worshiping and just be us by ourselves, you know, and then we found out like our family said hey that sounds pretty good we like it you know yeah. come out here we'll worship with you and yeah. then you know one night like somebody recorded it and it went on social media and they're like hey that's pretty good do it again and so i don't know it's been that way for like a majority mm -hmm. probably the year and we said man if people like it so much and we know what we feel and love and experience right. during when we're playing if somebody could get half of that you know then yeah we would you know try to do something and you know what I mean? Try to make something happen. There's I know what you mean. You brought it up in here. <laughs> I tell you what, I couldn't contain myself. I just, oh man, it just ushered in the presence into this room. It did. It was it's thick in here. Yeah. So Adam, when did music become a part of your life? Oh my goodness. I think I got my first instrument. It was kind of embarrassing. I think it was, I want to say it was red, but I really think it was like more pink. I think I got like a pink <laughs> drum. I think my parents bought that me a pink drum pink. set. <laughs> When I was probably, gosh, I don't know, six or seven years old, maybe even a little bit younger. Don't feel bad, bro. I had a pink drum set. That's hilarious. <laughs> Remember the Archies? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Archies. You know, I didn't pay for it, you know. So just, <laughs> well, there you go. It was a freebie. Yeah, teach me humility. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, uh, I started playing drums, and then um, I took some piano lessons, and then finally um, guitar and um was actually kind of self-taught and never taking any lessons or anything. My brother actually had an old guitar that he never played. And so we'd go to his house constantly. And I said, man, I want to pick this thing up. And I actually, that's how I actually learned. And then I begged my parents to get me one and they finally did. And um, yeah, so for a little while now. You're such a paradox. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like people would look at you and, you know, they'd paint a picture of you yeah. and you're nothing like the picture oh, that they hilarious. would really <laughs> paint. Yeah. <laughs> That I love funny. that. I yeah, love that. That's awesome. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty neat. Can you bless us with another song? Yeah. What do you want to do? All I know is Mixler is lit up tonight, man. <laughs> that's awesome. I, got, I want to welcome Alexander, Ali, uh, Den, 
Den COF. Den, I'm just going to call you Den. Welcome. Uh, Janelle's on. And awesome. we got five other folks Fantastic. on right now. And you tiled into a good one. Welcome. We're going to lower the key on this one just a little bit. Man, for the past couple of days, we just haven't been feeling 100%. Yeah. I don't know what it is. We yeah, I guess. Cold, and you now there's the lingering cough after the cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. Every time I laugh, it's like my lung wants to come out. <laughs> I hope I can do my part this way.
Oh my God! Now, now we know what Mo was talking about. Yeah, no kidding. I, my phone is just blowing my up phone over is here. Blowing up, and the chat board is blowing up over here. I just got a, a text from Janelle Grimm that says, "I feel like I'm on a mini vacation." Yeah. I got a text from Angie Moore. Yep. Uh, this is very healing for me. Uh, Adam and Caitlin have blessed us all tonight. Yep, and I guess uh, Angie also hears you guys at Unforsaken Women too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. That song was actually partially from that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so funny. You know, we've got I don't know a list of songs that we sing, and when it comes time to do them, like we can never think of anything that we like. So we always think of like you know what did what did so and so like? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The song yeah, really so. is amazing. Yeah, it is yeah. really yeah. So beautiful. And she did a. Great oh job my goodness! Yes, <laughs> both of you guys. Yeah, really. Thank you, thank you. You guys are amazing thank together. Awesome. We appreciate it. And God is really. Gosh, those tell. worship moments are so tender, man. I really? could just—I could sit there for a while. <laughs> yeah, no so, doubt about uh, it. Just let the listeners know uh, what yeah. who you are. Yeah. So again, my name is Adam Narvaez. I'm 29 years old, and this is my niece Caitlin, and um, we are A and K Music. Um, yeah, I don't know, not very original. But, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, we didn't want to come up with something cheesy, so we, <laughs> we, we felt like that was the, the best thing God had for us, you well, know? Yeah. Uh, God Stories of Radio is the king of the shameless plug, so just. Yeah, yeah, away. absolutely. Yeah, we are at, uh, on Facebook. Um, 
uh, at A and K Music. You guys can find mm-hmm. our page. It's got a, I think a picture of us on the profile page. We just recently changed it. Yeah. And um, we do try to go live every Monday around eight o'clock. Wow. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just do. Uh, um, we're always so torn, you know, because we just love the people that come in and worship with us. So we like to acknowledge them. But at the same time, man, we could literally close our eyes, stay in the same key wow. and just probably hit 15 songs mm-hmm. and just worship, you know. So obviously mm-hmm. we don't want it to drag on forever, but we definitely try to, you know, try to do two or three songs yeah. and and definitely enter in, you know, and just, you know, keep it kind of light and fun. And try to keep it like a, a, night, a good space, like, you know, not just for people to be ministered through through the worship, but we always ask, like, is there a prayer request? Is, anybody, yeah, right. is there anything that we can pray for? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's private. Maybe they want to send us a private message. That's yeah, perfectly that's, so fine. That was probably what I was watching when I was on Mo's Facebook page earlier today trying to find something on you guys yeah. and that's what i saw it was monday night I yeah. It was. yeah yeah we've got some other events that we've done we recently went down to west palm beach yeah there was a conference down there called revive and we were asked to go down there and lead worship and so mm-hmm. that was awesome um so that was a video that was on there but yeah you know it's i don't know like i said if um you know if, if we can bring people half of what we feel when we're singing and worshiping and just kind of lost in that you know with (laughs) well i can attest to that because i know how i was feeling right well not only that (laughs) the comments that we got in while they were going another and alexander ray this said i just love that song i mean so i mean their comments are just in what were you gonna say that's awesome no that's that's the best thing to ever hear is that we were able to minister to someone and and whether they're at a low point or whether they just want to worship along and and praise exactly what somebody just said minister to her yeah yeah absolutely yeah every monday at eight o'clock like i said you guys feel free to to join in we try to be pretty punctual and we probably don't go any longer than um 20 30 minutes and, and yeah we're serious you know like i said for us this isn't really about performing if you guys have something on your heart or on your mind or you guys need prayer like we we seriously yeah, we, we look at those and um definitely add them to our our daily list of stuff that we try to go to the lord is with. this facebook live that you're talking about yeah yeah oh, facebook okay, live but it's, facebook it's on the a and k music page um you could also probably search our names and then okay so um, if we go to your your page then mm-hmm. we can listen live. Right. yeah yeah okay. absolutely so monday nights at eight o'clock yeah. yeah 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 monday nights at eight and um and yeah you know as long as people are still interested and still showing up and people are viewing it you know i think we'll We'll continue to um, to do it. We'll we'd do it even if y'all didn't show up and do it. We just probably wouldn't go live. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but just as you're trying to, if what's that word? I want to you know feed your yeah to to worship the Father. Yeah. All right. You're doing it where others, as we just heard, is being ministered to at the same time. Yeah. All right. So you're blessing other people, but he'll bless you. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's yeah. our biggest thing, you know, when people ask kind of why we do this. I think the first time I ever came up with it was when I was talking with Dana. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she, just, you know, casually talking and, um, you know, what's the purpose? What's the mission? It's like, man, if we can just connect people to God through music, yeah, you know, that's um, it's kind of our heart's, heart's desire and, and what we do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again. Have you guys recorded anything? Do you have a... a an- an album or a yeah, demo? Yeah, no, or? we don't right now. We are, um, I don't know, probably in the process of, I know yeah. I have definitely fairly, been. You know, fairly new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've definitely been in the process of, um, you know, writing some stuff and, and different things like that, trying to put it together to some music. Um, I've recorded some stuff in the past with other churches and different things like that mm-hmm. and written one or two songs. Um, but nothing serious as of as of uh, late. 
But um, that is my prayer, you know, that, yeah. that God would, yeah. would give me something that would be He will. Uh, Amen you know, to that. He yeah. will. Yeah, absolutely. He will. Yeah, That's the question awesome. going through everybody's mind right now. Where do I get their music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I said, there's tons of, uh, I feel like there's tons. There's several episodes, if you will. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. But... So that's pretty awesome. And then obviously we, we want to start doing, um, I don't know, we may start doing some local events soon. When, yeah. One thing we kind of had an idea of like in the fall was doing like worship in the park. Mm-hmm. Or maybe go about like down, downtown waterfront. Right. Well, and, I love um, that idea. Yeah, yeah. And just worship for, you know, 45 minutes, an mm-hmm. hour and just kind of hang out and we'll be family, you know? There. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. So. And plus you're an unforsaken woman every month. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, last uh, Tuesday of every month. Is it? I, yes, I think so. Yeah. Month. Last yeah. Tuesday of every month. And, um, we are just so excited to be there. Worship our, Dana yeah. Our dear friend team, Dana Broadway and... is the, the worship coordinator mm-hmm. there. And, um, we love her so much and, yes. and we really, 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 it was a commitment to Dana, um, you know, to, uh, help her and empower her to you know fulfill her her you know position if you will with this right. ministry and stuff right. and and then we met turned into so much more yeah we so met mo more. and angel and all them and now we couldn't imagine ourselves anywhere else they're just patty some of the great yeah patty and... yeah yeah just some of the greatest people and um yeah so we love it we're excited we look mm-hmm. look forward to it so wow yeah Amazing. Man, I can uh, think a better way to spend session 180. That's for sure. That was awesome. <laughs> I know. Cool. <laughs> we have um, somebody who wrote in that needs some prayer for yeah. their uh, daughter who's going through some some really tough times with some mental illness. Okay. Mm. And I was wondering if you guys could um, close this out by just singing a little something yeah, for them. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. have to be... A lot, just a little of something. Yeah. You know, you like think? a prayer up to heaven. Yeah. Do you remember? All right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, we can absolutely do that.
Thank you guys. Thank you. I just felt the Holy Spirit in that so much. Jesus, you're all I need. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Wow, I hope you guys can feel what we feel in here. So blessed to have you guys tonight. It's nice about modern technology, you're not burning any tape. Just sit here. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. What was the uh, what was the lady's name who had your prayer? Um actually Fritz, I think you know her name. She wrote in today asking for prayer for her daughter. And um, I know she's a faithful listener. She's listened a lot. And I was trying to pull up the message yeah. on my phone, and I couldn't find it. But I didn't forget about her tonight. Right. I think I, it was yesterday, the day before. I could be wrong. I just read it today. Did you? Okay, yeah. Awesome. I just read it today, and I just want her to know that. That was for her. That was for her. Yeah, amen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, God, you know her name. That's always a song that I think of immediately yeah. when I need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It says it all in the word, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. It does. We just bless her and God asks that you would intervene. Yes, in her yes. daughter's situation, that you would just touch her and bless her and give her a hope and a peace and a joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I can't find it. I guess it. Was it on uh, Facebook? Is that when she wrote yeah, it on Facebook? Yeah, it was on Facebook. But we've had a lot of um, yeah, a lot of commentary today. So, well, Jesus knows. Yep. Who she is? Yes, yes she does. Yes. And that song was for you. But I think it touched all of us. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, what that, a way to end! All right, that was session one eighty. Session one eighty. <laughs> wow. Uh huh. Guys, tell them one more time how they can um, get in touch with you or they can uh, listen to the music and yeah. where they can find you. 
So on Facebook at A and K Music, we don't have um, our other social media platforms up yet, but Working hopefully, yeah, hopefully we will soon. But yeah, that's the best way to reach us, honestly. And then our personal pages are off of that. But yeah, if you guys need anything or need any prayer or um, I don't know, want us to come worship with you or whatever, just shoot yeah, us a yeah. message and um, yeah, we'd love to get back with you right. and, and make it happen. Facebook Live Monday nights eight o'clock. A and K Music. That's right. I think we're going to have them back here once a month. <laughs> Everybody's a once a month guy. <laughs> well, I do it every week, but there's other guests. You yeah, know, yeah, man. no, that's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, you we, guys have to promise us you're coming back. Oh, absolutely. Though. We'd be honored. Yes. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I want to thank everybody again that's been on YouTube tonight, everybody that's been with us on Mixler. And uh, uh, for the five folks that I can't tell who you are, thank you for being <laughs> with us tonight. I'm sure that you were happy that you were we're here but you uh, can tell them who who they are if they yeah if you uh, follow us on mixler uh, i can tell who you are and give you a shout out and welcome you um but but man what a show you can follow us on youtube you can uh, follow us on on um spreaker stitcher spotify iheart iheart radio god has just uh given us technology it's just wonderful to it's 93 countries one, at this 93 point. countries and I hope all 93 just heard that worship oh, song. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Man. All right. I don't really want to quit, but that's been an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> really? Wow. And there hasn't a soul left. That's awesome. Everybody's wow. still here. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. It is. Thanks, guys, for worshiping with us tonight. Just amazing. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 180. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless.